Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. All right, here we go. Where we are. <laughs> yeah, so you won't know this from the from the <laughs> from the other side of the screen, but we've been gone for five weeks. Woo. I had a baby. Yeah, that's right. I'm a father now. Well, my wife had the baby, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, to be accurate. So I was wrong when I said that. Exactly. So I, I should have caught that. This is not a new scientific thing. No. But uh yes, I have a daughter now. She is now two weeks, oh, almost a month. Wow. Yeah, time is recording, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, we're going to look back on this recording and be like, dang, like, hey, time flies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got a new cut. I had to take a test at my job, <laughs> a little respirator test. I'm baby going face. back out. I lost about, what, five years? Well, it depends on who you ask. Some people say I look older. You look like a dad. I'm like, okay, well, I'm a dad. I'll take that. <laughs> and, and to make them not feel bad, I kind of trimmed mine down a little bit, too. So, But, uh... If you listen on the podcast, you really don't, doesn't matter. Just use your imagination. Use your imagination. <laughs> I was just about to say, use your imagination. Imagine two, two beerless fellows here. Exactly. Anyways, I'm not totally beerless, but right. you know, I wasn't going to meet you all the way there. I got a shadow. <laughs> if you look close, you can see it coming back in. It was, it was, I was naked at like really like. Like a mole rat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's good to break it up a little bit, you know, with some humor, because we are talking about a serious topic today. Mm-hmm. So we are talking about, we're still on our own sex series, and we're talking about sex trafficking Oof. today. Man. And we're going to talk a little bit about, we're going to define our terms, because sometimes it can be a little bit confusing when we're talking about the network of sex trafficking. Right. We're going to talk about some myths and rumors. We're going to talk about knowing what to look for, mm-hmm. and then also, like, people be surprised that trafficking actually happens in the church. Absolutely. So that was one of the most uh, surprising things for me as we were studying. Like, wow, you got predators coming in here. I'm, I call them predators because they in here. what they are. Yeah, yeah, in here hunting for people within the church. It's crazy, and even some of the myths. I'm like, wow, I believe that myth, and mm-hmm. it's not true. You know. So let's get into it. Yeah, and also uh, every 68 seconds, an American is sexually assaulted, and every nine minutes. That victim is a child. Oh, my goodness. And this comes from rain.org, right? And we'll have that resource posted on the uh, on the, in the description as well. Mm. But uh, let's get into definitions real fast. So, trafficking in persons. You may have heard this term before, but human trafficking in persons, human trafficking, and modern slavery are kind of um, umbrella terms, right. often used interchangeably to refer to a crime whereby traffickers exploit and profit at the expense of adults or children by compelling them to perform labor or engage in commercial sex. Moving on, sex trafficking is the illegal business of recruiting, harboring, transporting, obtaining, or providing a person and especially a minor for the purpose of sex. Mm-hmm. Labor trafficking is the illegal business of Legal business of engaging in forced labor. 
and human smuggling involves the provision of a service, typically the transportation or fraudulent documents to an individual who voluntarily seeks to gain illegal entry into a foreign country. And it is possible the crime may start out as human smuggling, but quickly turn into human, human trafficking. trafficking. Right. right. And then human trafficking and human smuggling are not interchangeable terms. No. Trafficking ex- is exploitation based and smuggling is transportation based. Right. And we're going to get into more of, of that in a, um, coming up next, pretty much, you know. But yeah, so we just feel like we had to define our terms before we start talking about things. And people are like, wait, wasn't this that? Or isn't this this? Or what about that? And so right. we just feel like we got to define right. our terms so we can be more accurate. But also, we're going to focus more on sex trafficking for the purpose of this episode. Exactly. So that way it kind of, kind of fits into the, um, the, the theme or the series of, of the On Sex series, right? Absolutely. So, and then also how we as Christians can help, you know, mm-hmm. you know be vigilant and do our duties. That's you know? our job. So let's talk a little bit about some of these myths and rumors that we got going on here. Oh yeah. Um, just, just uh, also, this link will be provided in the description as well, so you can just click on it from there. But this comes from the Polaris Project. dot org. Hey, Jim, we take the first one. Absolutely. Um, myth number one: traffickers target victims they don't know. Fact: Many survivors have been trafficked by romantic partners, including spouses, and by family members, including parents. Man, that's crazy. It is. I remember um, as we were doing the research, um, I was watching a video, and it was a young lady saying that her parents were trafficking her, mm-hmm. and she was being sexually trafficked by her parents. And I'm like, wow. The people that, when you're born, you should be the first people that you trust yep. are trafficking you for sex. That's amazing. And she's a little bitty kid. Like, I think about how do you come to a point of ever trusting people when the first people you were supposed to trust did that to you? And here's the thing, That's you know, ridiculous. I think I've seen that same video, but um, I don't know if it's that same video or it was a different one, but in that same video or in that same idea mm-hmm. of a parent trafficking these children, that these children are going to school. Yeah. yeah they're they they're enrolled in school. Mm-hmm. They're going to school. They're yep. doing the homework. They're mm-hmm. getting maybe mediocre grades. I don't know. Maybe straight right. A's, whatever. But right. they're doing the homework, mm-hmm. right? And you would think they're unwiser. They got clothes. They don't look shabby, of course, because they're making money, right? Mm-hmm. So you'd be none the wiser, mm-hmm. you know? But this is happening under our noses. Right. Some of the parents are, um, they're on drugs. And so with the, uh, with, I guess they would call them pimps or whatever term they have for them. Some of them are called pimps. They're supplying the parents with drugs, but in return, I'm supplying you with drugs. I need your child, and I'm going to traffic mm-hmm. them. Or even just in a sense with this opioid epidemic, right? Right. I was watching this um, the documentary on um, HBO Max called uh, Heroin USA. Mm. And a lot of these kids that got on heroin, it became it came about because they had an injury. You know, some mm-hmm. sort, either a sports injury or felt a motorcycle or whatever, car right. accident. Right. Well, I think one girl got in a car accident and banged her head. Mm-hmm. But anyways, you know, they got into, they got only painkillers and opioids because right. of an accident. Right. You know, a legitimate accident, right? Mm-hmm. And they were legitimate parts of the community. They, some of these kids, they were football team members or whatever, mm-hmm. part of the community. Mm-hmm. People you would never think that 
wait, you got a drug addiction? Right. Why? How? Right. But that's how, right? And then some of these girls they're telling stories about how they did sell themselves, you know, for for sex, mm-hmm. you know, to get money to pay for drugs. For drugs you wow. know, some of these teens still live with their parents, and their uh-huh. parents were enabling it. So there, there are like household, like a whole vertical, the whole vertical arrangement, the whole vertical um, relationship from mother to child. You know, they're both entangled in the drug business, <clears throat> you know, and selling for sex stuff like that. So <laughs> it's it can get real, real, real thorny and real. No, Absolutely. entangled, and that's why I'm glad we did the episode on dating because, as it said there too, that uh, a romantic relationship. You meet this individual, you're dating this individual. It could be guy or gal, but it's you. You you start to get close with them, and then next thing you know, they slowly bring you into that world. Mm-hmm. And you had no idea this is somebody that you trusted. Yep, it's crazy. Let's go on to the next one. So the next myth is human trafficking only happens in illegal or underground industries. Mm-hmm. The fact is that human trafficking cases have been reported and prosecuted in industries including restaurants, cleaning services, mm-hmm. construction, factories, and more. And there are actually at least 25 industries where trafficking has been known to occur. Again, this is from the Polaris Project. They actually like... You know, using interviews and right. these are like a lot of different data points. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm putting I'm put these links in the description. It was just mind blowing to see how much data they can actually account for. You know, and then there's also a whole lot they can't account for too. I couldn't believe it when we were looking at all the different industries. I'm like, what is amusement parks? What is going on? You know, right under our nose, under our noses. And again, some of this is. Is there some overlap between right. human trafficking right, right. and and um and sex trafficking? Right. You know, there's some there's some overlap there. Right. So it may not always be sex trafficking, mm-hmm. but you know, a lot of times human trafficking does lead to sex, sex trafficking. Exactly. Yeah, you know, not all the time, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of the time does. Mm-hmm. Take the next one. Absolutely. Myth number three, <laughs> people being trafficked are physically unable to leave their situations. Or they're locked in or held against their will. That is sometimes the case. More often, however, people in trafficking situations stay for reasons that are more complicated. Some lack the basic necessities to physically get out, such as transportation or a safe place to live. Some are afraid for their safety. Some have been effectively manipulated that they do not identify at this point as being under the control of another person. So, in other words, what happens is people ask the question, if you're being trafficked, why don't you get out? Right. Why don't you just run away? Right. That's why. Or people will even say, if it was me, I'd run away. Mm-hmm. If it was me, I'd get out. Nobody going to make me do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and what did Peter say to Jesus? Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. I won't leave you, Jesus. No, I'm your rock. Right. <laughs> I won't deny you. Yeah, that rock crumbled. <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yeah, but that's the idea of like we get into the position of saying what we will do in certain situations, but mm-hmm. we're not in those situations. You, you don't know, know what you're gonna do. You never You know, you don't know. you don't know um the knives that are being held to the throats of other family members mm-hmm. and why people do certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, we see this in movies. 
You know, Absolutely. it's like, oh, yeah, sure. Do whatever you want to me. I'm not going to tell you nothing. And then they bring out the wife or whatever and be like, oh, yeah, you're going to tell us everything. You need to know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know? So it, it can be a lack of compassion, man, to just make statements like that without considering what you're about to say. Like, oh, I wouldn't do. Or, oh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody is everybody is a, a strong superhero until they get in a situation. I mean, I was just watching... Um, the uh, I finally I finally got around to watching that three hour um Batman versus Superman, the um Zack Snyder one. It was alright. Uh, it, it, it was alright, but but even in the same context, you talk about how you think you're all big and bad until someone you love gets drugged into the picture. Exactly. Same thing happened to Superman. Yep. And then, right there. Then the, we we don't have to go that deep to look at the manipulation aspect. Like think of we most of us know someone who's in a relationship that they shouldn't be in, but manipulation has taken place and they just won't get out of it. Yeah. There's no gun being put to their head. Mm-hmm. There's nothing forcing them to be. Oh, there. we're gonna talk about that. It's coming up too. Yeah. There you go. It's coming up. So let's go ahead and move on. Go ahead and move on. So the next myth, um, human trafficking involves moving, traveling, or transporting a person across state or national borders. The truth is, human trafficking is often confused with human smuggling, Mm -hmm. which involves illegal border crossings. In fact, the crime of human trafficking does not require any movement whatsoever. Survivors can be recruited and trafficked in their own hometowns and even their own homes. Mm -hmm. That is pivotal to understanding, you know, sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. All right. Because so often, and it's reinforced in movies and, and, you know, just the common trope is this whole idea that you got to be kidnapped. Right, and like, right. no, no, you don't. You don't have to be kidnapped. That was one of the uh, myths that I um, believed was that they just out here running up, snatching people up, you yeah. know, and to find out that, no, it's that boyfriend you had or that girlfriend or, oh, it's your parents or, oh, you you were manipulated into going into they didn't necessarily put a gun to your head but they might as well have you might you well know, have the yeah way they manipulated manipulated you into it i remember and i can't remember if it's in our slides but uh the uh lady i know she's going to be in our slides but um she talked about how she was stuck in a home where she could only go to the bathroom, only go to the kitchen and into her room. Yep. And they she wasn't allowed to leave. That man, I it's scary yeah. <laughs> to think about that. Yeah, there was some years ago there was um four girls found. I want to say it was Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um and they were found twelve miles from where they lived. Wow. Twelve miles. I think it was twelve miles. Something like that, or twelve blocks, some of like that. It was something. It was number twelve somewhere in there, right up the road, up the road. Wow, and it's probably the same zip code. Wow, I don't, I don't know for sure, but you know, close enough. You know, in the in the basement. Mm. You know, it's just you need to knock on door, check on our neighbors too. <laughs> 